Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Why it matters. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is the evening runway. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time now for Why It Matters. So among cities ranked as the world's best for annual prime property price growth, three in the top 12 are... Australian. Yep, that's according to Knight Frank's Prime Global Cities Index third quarter 2023, which tracked the movement of 46 luxury residential markets worldwide. Now, the study also found that Sydney's top end market prices grew 4.2% in the third quarter this year. So we know that Sydney is home to, what, 11 of the 12 most expensive suburbs in Australia. But how will next year play out 2024? What does it mean for international investors from here in Singapore. Uh, let's find out more about the outlook of Sydney, Australia's luxury property market in the coming months. On the line with me is, uh, first up, Alex Adams, Head of Sales and Marketing, Aqualand. Joining Alex is Narida Konsibi, who is an economist. Narida, good afternoon. How are you? Hi, thanks for having me. All right, guys, uh, let's uh, take a look at Sydney's uh, luxury property market. Uh, Narita, I'd like to start with you. Sydney, home to 11 of the 12 most expensive suburbs in Australia. What are some of the key drivers here that's uh, pushing demand up? So uh, Sydney is an extraordinarily expensive city. The median sits at $1.5 million, but some of the most expensive suburbs have medians well in excess of $8 million Australian dollars. Uh, there is a lot of wealth in Sydney, so lots of money uh, there. There's there's a lot of uh, people who are earning a lot, whether that's through agriculture or mining or technology. And as a result, it does tend to drive up property values far more than, than what we see elsewhere in Australia. Population growth has also been a really key driver in the area. So there, there has been a, a lot of new people moving, moving to Australia and, and that they're also bringing a lot of wealth into the property market. All right. Uh, just to, to follow up from that, Narita, um, as we head to the end of this year, could you tell us a little bit about how those markets in Sydney have performed? I know we are looking ahead to 2024, but why should we be encouraged? So this year, we did see strong price growth uh, across Sydney. So it was surprising. We did see very sharp rises in interest rates. It typically means that prices drop, but, but prices actually kept increasing. Uh, the luxury market does tend to lead the way. So when we have a look at markets that, or, or suburbs and types of properties that have performed the best, they have tended to be some of the, the top uh, suburbs. They tend to be some of the most expensive homes. Um, one of the interesting things too has been luxury apartments. So luxury apartments have outperformed the average apartments in Sydney by, by double over the last 10 years. So what we're finding is that although... Historically, people have tended to like having uh, luxury homes. It's now moving into the apartment market as, as well. Mm. Alex, uh, I'd like to turn to you right now. And just on the back of what uh, Narita talked about, uh, as far as Sydney uh, prices, uh, home prices are concerned, is it, is it fair to say that Sydney is a resilient uh, market to economic tides? What's, what's your take on this? It definitely is. We've experienced the same thing over the last, well, I've been there for about seven years now, and we've gone through many ups and downs in the market, but Sydney's been resilient all the way through and, mm. and touching on the, the high end, which is what we're in, the high end and the super high end. With the lack of supply at the moment, it's holding very firm. Prices uh, tend to keep on increasing, okay. and demand is has been there from the very beginning for our products. So what trends should we watch out for, Alex, going into 2024 to, to ensure that, that this plays out the way we are talking about right now? 
I think what we're noticing is specifically where we are, and we tend to develop around Sydney foreshore, so close to the Sydney CBD, um, close to the water, so in prime locations. I think the main thing that we're seeing, and I think we're going to see for quite some time, is the lack of supply. We're not seeing much competition come up in the area. Um, the demand is increasing a lot quicker than what the supply is. And I think buyers out there are conscious of the fact that um, there isn't much supply and there won't be much supply next year. So we're, I think consistently next year that'll be the trend of, of people coming in and trying to find the right home for them before before they all run out. You know, Australia is a market that Singaporean investors tend to look at uh, when it comes to property. Um, you talked about supply. Uh, what does this mean for potential Singapore buyers? I think, uh, look, supply, the lack of supply in general and, and the steady demand is tends to lead to higher prices over time. Mm. Um, I think we've seen that, and Nerida was touching on that um, in her previous comments as well, and, and we're noticing that as well. Uh, obviously, supply chain issues with the increase in construction costs has contributed to the increase in prices, but uh, the lack of supply will definitely be a leading factor in that next year. So it's a matter of getting in as early as possible, um, being quite smart about the selection of, of the properties. But um, yeah, I think it's it's just getting in early. I like what you said there, getting in as early as possible, being smart about it. So let's pretend that I'm a potential investor. Let me get your help. Nerida, starting off with you, as a Singaporean, I'm looking at Australia's market. How affordable is uh, the Sydney property market? Do you think that's going to change next year? Alex talked about a lack of supply. No, it's not going to change. I mean, one of one of the things we, we have seen is very rapid growth this year, even though interest rates have been high. But as Alex mentioned, we, we do have construction challenges in Australia. So construction costs actually put in excess of 20% last year. So we do have a shortage of, of properties for sale. Um, we've also got strong population growth. So our, our population grew by half a million people and we only built around 160,000 apartments. So there is a, a significant imbalance between supply and demand. Okay. Um, the other issue too, the luxury market leading the way, as I mentioned before, it does tend to push forward much more than what we see for, for average pricing and and that's really the case now given what's happened with construction. So how, how can I be smart about this? What should I look out for if I really want to invest? Well, some of the things to really look out for, I mean, I guess the big one is location. Okay. In Sydney, it's obviously near the water. It tends to do much better. Close to amenity is really important. So whether that's being close to really good schools or being close to, to great retailing, being closer to the Sydney central area as well, the Sydney CBD does, to, does tend to lead to better price growth. So I guess those things would be the two, being near okay. water and also being near high levels of amenity as well. All right. Alex, uh, over to you. Um, I, I know you're head of sales and marketing at Aqualand. So what are you telling high net worth buyers or, or even people who are interested in investing uh, in the Sydney area or the northern Sydney area? Look, buyers that we're dealing with are extremely astute as well. So I think the, the best advice that I give them and considering uh, a few of the issues that the general market has had with constructability and, and the end product is that don't only look at the surface, but look at what's underneath the surface. So speak to your agents, speak to the developer. We're quite transparent and we actually have the development team speaking to our buyers as well when they've got questions. So it's about what's under the surface, what can't you see, and what steps we've taken to go above and beyond to make sure that the quality of the apartment in terms of the way it's been constructed, not only the way it looks, is basically the best in the market. 
but yeah, I guess that and getting in early and being being quite astute and um, and being quick with your purchase, but again, being smart. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, the most important yet the hardest part probably. Uh, I suppose the final question goes to you, Nerida. As an economist, your thoughts on, you know, in the, despite the fact that we are discussing the potential for inflation or recession, all these keywords that are coming out, Why is it property still remains one of the best and most resilient investments even till today? Well, one of the things in Australia is property is tightly held. So when we have a look at the number of transactions that took place for established properties, we we have seen quite a reduction compared to last year. Uh, Also long-term, Australian property has been a a very strong performer. If we have a look at suburbs, uh, many suburbs through the pandemic, we actually saw prices doubling over over quite a short time period. So historically, prices double every seven years or so, but but over the last few years, we have seen them move a lot quicker. Uh, But fundamentally, what it does come down to is that Australia is a a growth country. We we do have strong population growth. We do have a shortage of of homes, and this is documented on a a global level. So fundamentally, it is supply and demand, and and that really is what does tend to keep pricing much higher than, than it otherwise would. All right, I've been speaking with Alex Adams, Head of Sales and Marketing for Aqualand, as well as Nerida Consabi, who is an economist. Guys, thank you so much for your time today. Take care and have a great Wednesday evening. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.